little. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little. All right. <sighs> a little uh, slap happy this yeah. morning. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Brittany and I are, are hot off a, a camping trip in, in with beautiful nature. Vermont. Yeah. yeah. Do you they, feel one with the universe? A little bit. Hell yeah. And with David having COVID last week and us can't, we're not going to be able to get a bonus episode out this this week specifically. We're just really sorry about that, guys. But too much happening. I was, it's I was hot being labor a, summer. I was being a little bitch about David's it. David's <laughs> in, immune system yeah. weakness yeah. It has robbed you. Uh, Patreon subscribers yeah. of a of a bonus uh, episode. I, I was I was in I was on the couch going, Ooh, help me!" And yeah, it was just make, making Brittany do. A and I was just laughing at him and yeah. laughing yeah. and laughing. Yeah, she didn't help. Didn't help at all. <laughs> hey, what doesn't kill you, right? Yeah. Now your yeah. immune system is like buff AF. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you're definitely never going to get COVID again. No, that, that ever, that's what you keep hearing everyone say. Is that like I only got it once, <laughs> and, you, and then, then you I was can immune never to it. Get it again. This yeah. was your first time, though. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, I, and were, I didn't get it. You are no longer legend, right? You Brit- are legend. I am, yeah, Brittany's still yeah. legend, um, undefeated yeah. champion of the world. Yeah. yeah. So um, we're going to be um, submitting blood samples from Brittany yeah. to uh, the UNESCO. <laughs> um, Send it to Cuba; they can figure out what to do with it. Oh yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. Oh man, so uh, nothing's happened, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. at least um, there's that. Yeah, there wasn't, like, a horrific uh, flood um, that killed, like, probably 100,000 people, something like that is the current estimate of what it'll all be in Libya. In Libya, yeah. yeah. Uh, pretty much directly because of the NATO intervention against Gaddafi. Yeah. Um, and the ensuing failed state nature uh, unsupported by NATO for we the last 12 one. years we or so. Um, and, yeah, uh, pretty fucked up, uh, thinking about that a lot. Um, did you guys see the uh, spam mummified um, uh, alien bodies Those presented? Those were really cute. I didn't. I didn't follow. I, I saw photos. I saw them like un- do the, like the unboxing video. For <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I had not um, actually seen anything beyond that. Are they just saying like? Quiero alien. <laughs> well, so apparently... Uh, <laughs> Quiero, <laughs> Quiero alien? I present to you fourth meal. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, t- t- tango alien. <laughs> uh, apparently, the, the person uh, that, uh, you know, presented them was like, this is the biggest discovery in human history. They're supposed to be like a thousand years old, right? Yeah, something like that? Something like that. And they look like you took a bunch of spam and you molded it with unskilled hands into something that sort of looks like a gray and then just like let it dry in the sun for a couple days and then put in like a nice like little silk casket looking thing. The things are about like a foot and a half to all yeah. or long yeah. or whatever. Yeah, they're tiny. I wasn't expecting they aliens to be so small. <laughs> they <laughs> look Chris, like they'd Chris be a good little friend. Experience. <laughs> all the times he, he's made little spam sculptures. Yeah, they look like they could be a little pet. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they look like, they look like fun. I'm definitely not afraid of them. That's no. for sure. Yeah, because they're fucking tiny. Um, em and I have been uh, reading to each other, mostly her reading to me. She's much better narrator than I. Um, uh, and we just finished the three body problem, which mm-hmm. is wicked good. I don't know if if either of you guys have uh, heard it. No, or we've read talked it. about yeah. it on the show a couple of times. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we finished that. We're on to the next one. And uh, yeah, it's it's got me thinking. It's got me thinking about. Uh, Bodies. Well, yeah, bodies, uh, bodies and spaces. And spaces uh, three of them, uh, to be precise. No, but uh, the the whole thing about it is like we probably shouldn't be blasting radio waves into the uh, into the universe because no, that'll um, be fine. 
who knows what's out there and All kinds who knows of helpful, what they're... <laughs> helpful, loving, you know, just like us, I assume. Yeah. They're probably just like us. Which they're just only blast. is the reason why we should have pause. <laughs> Radio waves of I Love Lucy audio. Mm. Just throw that shit out there. Ricky Ricardo is incredibly abusive. Oh, yeah. Is, it, is he? Yeah. Yeah? Okay, never mind. Well, you know. Yeah. But at she always it'll be gets funny the upper when, hand on him. Yeah, at least it'll be funny when the mothership um, arrives and is like, Lucy, <laughs> you got <laughs> some explaining to do. <laughs> Speaking of bodies in spaces, Lauren Boebert had her body in a space oh, yeah. where vaping was not allowed. But you know what? My girl doesn't give a shit. One of us. That's one one of, of us. us. One. Not, not only was she vaping... She apparently so she got kicked out of the play of the play, which was Beetlejuice, which a live action Beetlejuice that no one asked. I for. had no I, idea that I, that was a thing. Yeah, neither. She got kicked out for like hooting and hollering and carrying on, enjoying the play, enjoy being was a patron heckling? of the arts. Was she like distracting the um, apparently the, the actor? Yeah, uh, and she was apparently a very serious distraction. She was vaping in front of a pregnant woman. Wow. And the the pregnant woman like leaned forward and asked her to stop and what? Bobert was basically just like, No, like w- go fuck yourself. Was it the digital spliff? Maybe. Could or, be. Ooh. Could be. Could be. I wanna know but what, what she was also like her she was with this man and they were like mutual groping each other. Like he was honking yeah. her titties and she like Is she single? Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if she's single or not, but um, she is now on my cheat card. So, all right, David. Ever, yeah. If I ever have the opportunity, I do have David's blessing. It's mutual. It's mutual. But yeah, she had her hand in his crotch, and they were just like, wow, they were honking each other's hoo has hoo has yeah. wow. and um, yeah. So she got kicked out. She was very unruly as she was being kicked out. So wow. like, you know who I am. Do you, yep, she said, do you know who yeah, I am? she pulled that card. And apparently this guy is a Democratic strategist. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, See, that's a bipartisan shit. Yeah, yeah. They were done. both uh, reaching across the aisle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this has turned into a, a morning zoo crew instantly. Hell yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, so that's an um, important piece of news yeah. that's happening in the world. Uh, uh, nobody likes Biden. No, nope. no. We're just gonna do rapid fire a couple of things from the last week. Nobody wants Biden. Something like sixty-seven percent of Democratic voters do not want Biden to run again. Yeah. They they say that, but once it comes time for uh, I any type of movement within like an effort to primary Biden, they're all gonna be like, it, it has to be him. Right. It has to be him. Yeah. I mean, like, this is the problem is that, like, most, uh, you ask most Americans, like, who do you want to be president? And they're like, neither of those assholes. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and then the parties are like, it's all, uh, sorry, it's, that's it. Yeah. That's all we got. Or at least, like, with Republicans, it's like, we gave them lots of other options and, like, the, 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 like, 6,000 freaks that make up the Republican Party's, like, core base, like, just love him to death. Yeah. And we can't, we can't not make it. Donald Trump, no matter how hard we try, and then Democrats. It, instead, you just have, you're like surrounded by a phalanx of lanyard necks that are like uh, uh, Biden will. Li- there in this article that I saw, someone literally said he will live to be 103 years old. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so they just like they're just like nope, everything's fine. Shut the fuck up, and then like they and so like you you don't even get a primary, even though he's to, fucking reloading guy. in front yeah. of audiences like on the regular. Yeah, no, not. 
quite as bad as, um, as bad Mitch, as Mitch McConnell. McConnell. Mitch McConnell. No, yeah, but Mitch like, McConnell's like having... It's a low fucking bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he's not having like seizures yeah. in front of crowds, but like he is... Uh, yeah, we were like what? What was the thing? He, he was he was just talking in Vietnam, where he, he he would just like start trailing off again, and then they like start turning on the music. To, like, yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, he's like, well, everyone, we just we, I've been telling them like from the beginning that what we need to do is go there, and that's what I'm talking about. We talked about we talked about at the conference overall. We talked about stability. We talked about making sure that the third world, the uh, excuse me, third world. The, uh, the 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 uh, the southern hemisphere had access to change it had access we, it wasn't confrontational at all you can't thank, thank, thank you everybody this ends thank, the count press thank, conference thanks everyone thank you thank you with every person I've met with. Mr. Mr. President, are you worried about your son being indicted, Mr. President? He's like, and he's like, what? Okay, thank you. They turn Everyone, off his mic. Good night. Yeah, yeah. He like starts trying to that's reply awesome. to a question, but his mic has been turned off. Yeah, that's awesome. It's incredible. <laughs> so, like, that guy's gonna win, uh, definitely. Well, right? like, it, it, I, it. I don't know. I mean, it must have occurred to everyone else weeks ago, but it really occurred to me like this past week that like the options for Trump are three. He'll either be dead in jail or president within like three years from now. Yeah. Like those are the three options. I don't think that if he loses the presidency, he'll go to jail. No, my point is he's not going to lose the presidency if he um, is running against uh, uh, Biden. He's going to win. And yeah, if we'll see. I, I really think that. Um, and if he... I think uh, it'll be close. I think it'll be a squeaker. And the only reason he'd be the uh, candidate for the Republicans is if he, one, doesn't die, and two, isn't like actually like imprisoned. If he's imprisoned, I could see them at the last minute being like, oh, okay, DeSantis, it's your shot, go. You know, but like... <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's one of three options. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I, I, I don't have uh, high, high hopes, as it were. Uh, for uh, for non-Trump 2024, but it's I, I what, yeah I think I think what's definitely going to happen is this is going to be probably one of the lowest voter turnout elections in a long time. Is kind of which is not I, good for Democrats. Yeah, which is always bad for Democrats. But I, I that's what I'm, I'm starting to feel like is that this is just going to be one where like no one likes anything on offer. Mm. It was um what's this what's his fucking asshole face name? Hang on a second. William Owen, who's on the the DNC, um, he's from Tennessee, and he says, I'm looking at all the polling and I'm amazed that it has so little to do with reality. A big part of it is just pure ageism. The American people are prejudiced against old people. Shut the fuck up. I I can't imagine that's why you can keep, say that. We keep voting for them. Yeah, like we're <laughs> our whole country is run by octogenarians. Yeah, like I don't think you can actually say that the American electorate is biased against the aged. We elected Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Yeah. back to back. Right. And oh, did you uh, hear that Nancy Pelosi's running again? Yeah, she's, she's like I'm Christ. back. Yeah, I'm, she's not going to run for uh, Speaker of the House, but she's going to try to keep her seat. I yeah, think, yeah. I could see Hakeem Jeffries just giving it to her, like, yeah. ceremoniously. Right. Like, be yeah. like, you know, our one true queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
No one does it like her, folks. But there's this line among, like, the, like, elite establishment of Democrats and also just, like, bootlicker Democrats who, you know, parrot the lines of the elite class, which is that, like, voters aren't accurately perceiving reality because the economy is actually so strong and everything is going so good and Biden has done so much for the environment and student loans and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And... Treating voters like rubes in this way, like idiots who don't understand the the reality of the world, is one, the exact opposite of the growing populist message of the Republican Party, which is that voters are actually the only smart people in the country. <laughs> the, this the, the the way that the way that Democrats are not pandering to their base is just frankly fucking embarrassing. It's really wild. You can't win elections by calling your constituents idiots. Right. Yeah, we're going to have to see if that true proves true. It sounds like it's going to. Um, and, you know, like, we are all having, like, a crisis of reality in some way or another. I mean, like, even just paying attention to, like, the high-level headlines of, like, what's going on in the world. Like, this is the worst ecological year in recorded history, the worst climatic year in recorded history. And like, they're still building more fossil fuel infrastructure. Like I heard that um, some of the leases in the Arctic got pulled, mm-hmm. which was like, you know, so I, I'm subscribed to a bunch of listservs. So like the sunrise movement was like, we did it. And like, yeah. you know, a win is a win. Good. Awesome. Cool. But like, um, yeah, no, we're like in the, real thick the end game yeah. you might say yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, unfortunately there's nothing on offer that is at all commensurate to the degree of um em- you know emergency conditions that um the uh evidence would demand um but i don't know it's it's really wild yeah and, and you see stuff where it's like look the federal government gave 8.8 billion dollars to like remove uh, uh, natural gas lines from homes and, like, use ground source heat pumps and stuff like that. It's like, look, we have a, a, a heat pump in our house, whatever. It's it's important, but, like, you look at, like, how much of that is, like, our energy usage, and it's fucking nothing. It's nothing. It's like eight, like, almost nine billion dollars that no one even noticed yeah. <laughs> fell uh, fell on the on the budget. And it's to to solve like this infinitesimal part of our overall electrical like, like energy issue. I mean, like, like the, the fact that we don't even discuss that like two thirds of electricity generated never reaches its end point. Mm-hmm. It just gets wasted in transmission. That's true. Only a third of it fo- actually powers something. And that like they never talk anything about like, you know, greening industry like at the scale that it needs to be or like, replacing it, air travel with high speed rail, yeah, yeah, replacing like, air and car travel yeah. with rail. Those are the things that are making like huge differences. Not, not that like, you, not this thing where, you know, like we, we just give like the most reactionary elements of like the, like American gentry, uh, car dealers and like AC installer, like uh, regional AC installer monopolies. Yeah. Like these, these two, like, overwhelmingly like conservative reactionary organizations are the ones that actually benefit the most at profit wise and like are ca- tasked with delivering our major environmental policy. Mm. And when you, when, when you think about it that way is like, that's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why, why are we doing that? Yeah. I mean like the amount of uh, overhaul that our electric grid it needs and is not planned. It's and, astronomical. Yeah. It, it's, 
it's really rough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, it's a good thing we have President Biden, you know, friend of the worker, uh, famously pro-union. Um, let's see if uh, his intervention efforts in this uh, now um, UAW strike at the three major uh, auto manufacturers uh, is any better than what he had his administration do for the trains. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Because that didn't work out so well in terms of uh, the interests of the uh, unions. So yeah, most union friendly president in history, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, this seems like a really interesting strategy that they're doing at the UAW, where they're like, uh, they shut down a couple, they strike a couple plants, and then they're basically saying like, we will escalate it as management like uh, fails to deliver like actual. So sort of like a rolling, contract negotiation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like secret where yeah. the strikes are going to happen. Yeah. So as to catch management off guard, which is interesting. Sean Fain is so cool. Is that the uh, UAW president? Lead? Yeah, the new. And, and, and this is all. His name's uh, seriously Sean Fain. Yeah. That's fucking funny. Is that, fu- is that fucking funny? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, yeah, he, he, he recently won uh, like an ups, upset election uh, from like the, the old guard was like very much like. To simplify things greatly, like, you know, have, like, too friendly with management. Mm. And they would just, like, perfunctory renew contracts that didn't really deliver a ton. And now he's, like, ask, actually asking for shit. And, uh, that, and, and now we're here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go figure. Yeah. I don't know. Worked for UPS and the Teamsters. So, you know. Hope, hope that this happens. Uh, 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 tr- uh, Obama came out just like ever so Tepid. slightly, tepidly in favor of the workers in a in a, in a fucking tweet. Yeah. Oh, was, really? Yeah. It was basically tying it to the the auto bailout. It was like you know, uh, workers uh, tighten their belt or whatever when we bailed out the auto industry, and now it's time to like uh, make those workers whole or something like that. He said something really they helped us during yeah. our time of need yeah blah, blah, now blah. we need to help yeah. them and he like actually like the were, the letters uaw like appeared in the tweet so like yeah. he recognizes that the union exists like so like that's you know it's better than what he did during the uh nba strike right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah 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 just go like like you know, so, so tell me uh how long you think you can last <laughs> <laughs> Look, you probably didn't see this, Chris, but there was also these uh, climate activists picketing Citibank. Oh, yeah, I did actually see that. It on, was on crazy. Yeah. Watching these fucking nerd bankers, like rabid dogs trying to get <laughs> into their work is so depressing. Like, oh, my God, take the day off. Go hang out in Bryant Park. Eat a sandwich. Fucking relax a little bit. <laughs> Jesus. I actually don't even know if they were in New York City. Forgive me if they yeah. weren't. But like either, either way, it was just so fucking sad watching them like climb over protesters trying to get into this building. Oh, yeah. my beans. I need to count them. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I going to count my beans. Oh, my beans are lonely. Oh, man. I've been thinking a lot about the uh, stock market and how Big like... mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not representative of reality it is like at all. Like, you know, you look at the statistics of like what these big three manufacturers do in terms of like producing automobiles and trucks and stuff for the United States, um, you know, like country, like, you know, citizenry. And they produce like 95% of like all of the fucking vehicles. But combined, their market cap, like the value of their outstanding uh, shares that are like owned by people is dwarfed 
by one company that makes something like maybe last time I checked, it was five. It could be as high as like 7% of all vehicles, which is Tesla. Yeah. And like all of our 401ks, if you have them or, you know, just in general, like national and a lot actually global investment is like tied to the supposed value that these large cap companies have. Uh, And like, it's really weird. And then you, when you think about, uh, also, I don't know if you guys saw, um, to take it back a little bit, like Huawei, uh, had a CTO, Mm -hmm. I think, um, I forget her name. She was arrested during the, uh, Trump administration yeah, in, in Canada, Canada yeah. uh, as part of, I believe, like a sanctions violation um, accusation, maybe with like Iran or something. Yeah, yeah. She she had been caught like, or yeah, they claimed that she was in, like t- g- uh, giving some like technology to someone else, and they're like, no, no, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. so in a, a rather long periodicity, tit for tat, like the Huawei, Huawei, sorry. Um, has now uh, developed new smartphones while being like sanctioned essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, And the new smartphones have chips in them that have actually broken what I think is like the 14 nanometer band. They're now at like seven nanometer, which has to do with like the resolution for the stereolithography required to like make the semiconductor like microchips. How much shit you can put on the chip. Yeah. Yeah. And so now you get like twice the density of like stuff per chip, which current manufacturers uh that are leading in like the smartphone world like apple don't have yet at least why is it banned uh oh it's it's not the, the oh, technology I'm sorry. i thought that's what you said no no I, that's I didn't a, miss uh, a huawei the company is banned oh. from the, basically the rest of the world because the united states thinks that it is uh inserting chinese listening devices into all of our shit supposedly these new phones are yeah. really badass though yeah, yeah the huawei yeah. phones yeah. are yeah. apparently like about twice like to the four most times yeah phone, like yeah. more powerful per like size for their chips and stuff um and then in the same week that this was released uh the chinese government banned the use of iPhones for all, I think, government government workers, workers, which is like a big sector as far as I understand. And so overnight, the value of the most valuable stock ever, Apple, which uh, had a market cap of, I think, a trillion, like 1.4 trillion or something like earlier in the year, uh, something like $140 billion of wealth evaporated. Like, mm-hmm. in one moment. And that's wealth that, like, hypothetically <laughs> existed in, like, all of the people who are invested in, like, this fucking roulette game um, or this, you know, global casino, you know, um, uh, actually we're counting on, right? So, you're talking about retirees, you're talking about, like, uh, just regular people as well as, you know, endowments that are were sure. in, yeah. insane. Yeah. But yeah. just the fact that like $140 billion, basically the wealth Pension of funds, like, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, Elon Musk just yeah. evaporated instantaneously. Yeah. Well, like, maybe the USB-C will make up for it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. Folks, let's yeah. support this struggling small business. Now yeah. that they have USB-C technology, yeah. let's let's make sure that we we bolster Apple's coffers. And yeah. uh, it should have the new iPhone. Well, yeah. that, that that was a um uh an EU regulation because of e-waste. Yeah. Yep. Because of how much just fucking trash yeah. was being generated for dongles <laughs> dongles uh, two things to add to that chris one is that like also against all that backdrop about different sorts of chips uh arm 
which is basically the yep. intellectual property holding company based in Britain of all places who don't don't know how to make anything that yeah. isn't bean powered. <laughs> like they they made Softbank, yeah. Yeah, they the, uh oh yeah, it's a, it's a British company owned by a Japanese uh um capital firm Softbank, yep. right? Like uh they're going public. Yes. Uh, at to the tune of like you know just like, like forty billion, forty or something. billion, yeah, it's like something insane, a lot of money, amount of money, like fifty dollars a share opening. It was just like enormous uh, amount of money to like probably to like you know try to help bolster the, that that sort of technology uh, to get ahead of uh, Huawei. But the, and then on top of all that, when the UAW announced their strike, you'd think right that like. Tesla having such a small percentage of the market, right, uh, and and very driven by their their stock value, mm-hmm. you'd see some movement on that when like the three big American automakers like get this like huge whammy right mm-hmm. thrown to them, went up one percent. <laughs> it's right, it like it's like not fucking connected to fucking anything. Yeah. yeah. And it's also just like really strange because like you you look at like the the most valuable company Apple right and so much of the United States like institutional wealth is tied to the valuation of this company and then you look at the tit for tat economic bullshit that's going on between China and the U S and the fact that they make the phones in China yeah. they sell the phones primarily to a Chinese market, market. Yeah. and that like it, I just. Nothing makes sense. Please, listeners, if you have any idea as to how this fucking shit works and, like, why it makes any sense at all, write to me. Yeah. I'm just trying to make sense of things and absolutely failing in the last several weeks. Yeah. Well, they're also trying to move a lot of production to India, but that's, you can't, it's, it's not, it's not gonna, not gonna replace it. This just in bullying works. <laughs> Uh, uh, Drew Barrymore has announced that she will not be returning her show to her show uh, until the uh, UA, until the uh, the strike is over. And a very tearful uh, apology. Yeah, you know, oh, really? It, yeah, it really got to her. At least you know she still has her acting chops. Yeah, um, but you know, I, I had sympathy for for Drew. Also, like. I would be crying, too, if a bunch of people got mad at me for continuing doing Iron Weeds while the writer's strike. And I'm like, I didn't even know where you were writing. <laughs> I just spit from the dome. Sorry. I love unions. I love workers. Sorry. I swear, I didn't write anything down. Oh, man. So, this is kind of a rough one, but very relevant to this show, given what we've talked about, you know, with police uh, negligence in driving. Yeah. So this is a police officer who a Seattle cop who um ran over and killed a graduate student named Janavi Kandual uh driving an SUV obviously. Um it's bad enough that she was struck and killed but the audio from the cop's body cam following the incident is extremely disturbing so I'm just going to play that for you now. Uh, yeah, skip a minute and 18 seconds ahead if you can't handle, like, horrible cop shit. He's going 50. That's not out of control. That's not reckless for a train driver. Yeah. Right so you're saying 50 miles an hour isn't reckless? Yeah. yeah well, there's some... The, initially, uh, he said she was in a crosswalk. Uh, there's a witness that says, no, she wasn't. But 
that witness could be different because I don't think she was thrown 40 feet either. Uh, I think she went up on the hood, hit the windshield, then when he hit the brakes, flew off the car. But she is dead. <laughs> no, it's a regular person. Yeah. Just write a check. Just yeah, <laughs> eleven thousand dollars. She was twenty six anyway. She had limited value. This, that sound is him grabbing for his body cam because uh, he goes oh, and suddenly realizes that his body camera has been on the entire time he's been speaking. So she was just a regular person, 26 years old, not really, not, not a lot of value to that, right? Write the family an $11,000 check and be done with it. Yep. That's what they think of you. So, yeah. Even uh, your uncle. Yeah. Like they, they all, they're all like this. Yes, all they are. They're all like this. Um, Desperate it, to know what the person on the other end of the line said is that was so funny. Is, yeah. Is the, yeah. Yeah. Um, what the fuck are we going to do about these pigs? Like, really? Like, what the fuck can we possibly do to reform or do anything about this fucking horrible, horrible cultural reality of these people who literally laugh when they murder people? Like, and there's more footage that was released. Like, I watched the um, uh, body cam of the driver actually hitting her. Yeah. Which is also really disturbing. Uh, And... Uh, you know, he's pursuing somebody, um, and, uh, he hits, uh, this woman and kills her and recognizes what has happened. And then just like, lets out like a sigh and just like, he is so, like he's so inconvenienced, not upset at all, not concerned at all, not interested in no, the welfare. Oh, fuck. No, oh my God. No, no, no just... like, I, I can't believe I just killed somebody like no mental breakdown about to ensue. Just like, oh God. All right. Another one. Yeah. Yeah. If, if uh, really, honestly, I don't know what to tell you. If you think that like, there's like a ref- like a, a workshop these people could go to a training, yeah. tra- some sort of training. They need to be retrained. Like you can't retrain that at no. least, at least not in the way that, uh, uh, we are, as Americans, are ready to retrain people. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's just not. It's no. You, the, this there, there's nothing you can do with the, with with these organizations. They're 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 sick organizations. Yeah. I want to know who, what kind of person this cop could have hit that would be considered not a like. It, would they have to hit like Madonna? No. Like who? It, it, it would have to be white. We'll we'll start there. This we, person wasn't. Yeah, white. They, they they couldn't even tell what this person looked like. Yeah, like when, no, when right they when hit, hit them, yeah. like it was just you know a fucking person, a, a pedestrian. A, yeah, a, a difficult Thursday for them yeah. in terms of paperwork. Yeah. Like it, you know, it could be a fucking cop, and they would you know still feel the same way. Like these people are just. Inhuman. I don't think. I think if he hit a cop, I think it would be different because that that. And maybe after the fact, if he realized it was a cop. If he, if he knew yeah, that it was yeah. a cop, yeah. yeah if he yeah. found out that, it, yeah, I think. But, yeah. yeah, I think the fact that it was a 26-year-old woman, um, woman of color, probably. Yeah. Also, not for nothing that, they, they, like, we, we we briefly mentioned earlier, is, like, um they, keep, they get, keep getting bigger and bigger cars. Yeah. 
these fuckers like get like these like nine thousand pound SUVs. Like yeah. these are really heavy, very fast SUVs. That if you don't know, like the fact that the the what makes a car instantly more deadly is how high up the the hood is. And like you know, even, it becomes even a train, right? Yeah, because like you know, when you think of like like a Crown Vic, like the old school like yeah, like land yacht kind of car, mm-hmm. the hood could take out your knees. Yeah, but then you'd you just know? be flying right into the, the yeah. windshield. Like, yeah. but 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 that that is safer, is it? Yeah, yeah. No, because then he's, a grill. Yeah, then the grill being hitting run you down directly by the in the grill chest. of an SUV that yeah, puts you I, in the that, in the face. Yeah, like, if you're a small twenty six year old woman. The, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess I just don't want to hit, get hit by any cop. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> right? No, but, but some are worse than others. Yeah, but you look at like the the pedestrian safety ratings of like cars, and as the hood like goes like above the average person's like stomach yeah it just like hockey sticks uh, like death rate just shoots up like that it's it it's where you keep all your important shit yeah yeah in your torso and like <laughs> there's no uh, okay there's so many things going on here first off the 50 that isn't reckless not for a trained driver okay who the fuck did these people think they are like mario <laughs> yeah. and Dreddy? like like they like they yeah. they what do you what do you mean train driver? How many hours of aggressive sixty mile an hour in urban uh, settings like police chasing training do they get? Like, well, they get it all day every day because that's just how they drive around. <laughs> yeah, like right. yeah, and yeah. so the tra- a, the training is program, yeah, the, the but, training you know. is killing people. Yeah. You know, like if you know, and also the, if they are getting any training, it is stuff like that. It's definitely not like de escalation or I like mean, how to administer Narcan. There's, my point is, you can't know, train like, your way into not killing people in crosswalks while going fifty miles an hour. That is definitively reckless well i think that we should just to take another perspective on this when you think about the fact that all they do is drive it's actually pretty impressive that they aren't hitting more pedestrians you know <laughs> they are hitting so many pedestrians there's like fucking yeah. five or six in troy over like the last three it was years just a joke, yeah. I know. oh sorry yeah. it's yeah. just like <laughs> my god and you know that like the tech exists to govern their speed yeah. Like that is shit that's been around since like the sixties. Like you, we could totally cap them within a geographic boundary to not drive at murderous rates. Why do you want victims of domestic violence to die, Chris? Oh, God. I don't know. I, I guess I'm just a heartless individual. If you really want to save victims of domestic violence, abolish the police. Oh, how many how many yeah. abusers are you going to get rid of go, if you do go, that? Go down forty percent. Abolish yeah. meaning. Well, never mind. Terminate. That's, to, <laughs> that's compromise to a permanent end. <laughs> no. no, that's not actionable. Yeah, uh, definitely not actionable. Yeah, no, I don't know what to say. It's horrible. It's horrifying. It's everywhere. It's you know, like the, the body cam uh, footage is you know just a grim reminder of the gulf between you know the 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 people who are paid to protect uh and how they actually feel and their uh interests like this guy was more interested in winning the car race than protecting the people that are definitely walking around a very busy urban center yeah when the responding officer's reaction to realizing that his body cam is still on is Perhaps the most chilling part of this for me. Right. Because it's an acknowledgement that, yes, they can turn their body cameras off whenever they want. Mm -hmm. And so they can say and and do, obviously, whatever they want when these cams aren't on. And yet, even still, you get to catch them saying and doing the most heinous fucking things. Imagine what's going on 
when they don't have their body cams on. Yeah. Imagine what they're saying when they know that they're safe from any from any public scrutiny. I mean, or 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 just like the the camera is on recording and you can't get access to it. Right. Right. He's like yeah, all these. It's all been these, lost. Yeah. Yeah. He's it's been lost, or like you don't even you don't know to look for it in the first place, right? Like all these all this camera footage comes out because like a. A an po- intrepid journalist. Uh, yeah, it's a journalist is, yeah. or a citizen like asks for it. Like yeah. that's yeah. It just reminds me of the Dorner Manifesto. You know, like <laughs> he he literally was just like, hey, like you think these people are here to protect and serve you at all? They're not. They, like you get murdered, they're gonna laugh about it the entire time. They're pulling an eleven hour like uh, overtime okay. yeah. uh, shift, just like staying outside of the crime scene, like you know, playing video games on their phone. Like that's that's what they are going to do. Yeah. Like. That's they're not here for you. They're not here for anybody but themselves and, you know, the ruling class and the racist and they're horrible to even people within their own, um, you know, uh, gang. Yeah. So this is kind of interesting. I don't really know what to think about it, David. I'll probably trust your perspective more than any um, surface analysis I could offer. But basically this small city uh, in North Carolina suspended its bus service and replaced it with a publicly subsidized van service. So for $2.50 you can get a ride anywhere in the city you want to do. A lot of people are using it for employment. Um you can, you know, go shopping, whatever you need basically. So rather than having a public bus line, they have these little vans and it's a city of less than 50,000 people. But use of these, of this pub- type of public transport, like, tripled. Versus buses. Versus buses. Wow. At first, that, that seems a little shocking. But then it's like, oh, yeah. So you're saying, like, I can just get picked up at my home and dropped off in my location for $2.50? Like, yeah. that makes a lot of sense, right? Um, I mean, I don't know how, like, sustainable of a model this is. Um, it seems definitionally more expensive to operate than a bus line. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And they're getting a lot of federal subsidies for it, mm -hmm. which makes me think that like, I don't know, it's it's definitely an interesting concept, especially for more rural areas. Like Mm -hmm. this is a 26 square mile city with 50,000 people in it. So Mm -hmm. it's pretty spread out. But like, I don't see how this is possibly sustainable in any way once federal grant money dries up for this kind of program, which it will inevitably. Like, yeah, yeah you know, so like it's um, uh, it's becoming a more uh, um, popular little service that a lot of regional uh, um, transit authorities are, are offering. Our own CDTA offers this in in small locations around the the capital district. Uh, something similar to it, um, like in regions like not close to bus lines. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's it's in regions that are like like this North Carolina town, Wilson. Right, they're like uh, fairly rural and um, uh, uh, and 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 poor. Uh, because right, so here's a problem, right, with with running buses to rural areas is that you know even if you have like like in Wilson, it said like three in ten people didn't have a car. Right? Yeah. Um, which is high. That's a high. It's very high. That's pretty high. You know, right. And um, uh, but if if uh, but if people are still uh, like physically far away from each other, busing still buses still don't really work that great because they have to be on a fixed mm-hmm. line, right? And so like r- most public transit that you think of, buses, bus rapid transit, light rail, stuff like that, um, 
works really well when you have like 24 units per acre. It's okay. like where it is when it really works well. And anything mm-hmm. less than that, um, you get long wait times, buses get stuck in traffic, uh, people uh, um, uh, generally just like also like psychologically just say the bus stop is too far. It doesn't it just doesn't work. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, the, and so, uh, projects like this make sense because they they fit the geography mm-hmm. of the regions a lot better. They make sense in that way. In lots of other ways, yeah, I, I don't, I, I, I don't know how sustainable economically or ecologically this really is. You know, ultimately, you know, like this is obviously a much bigger issue of like mm-hmm. rural poverty and urban planning and car-based transportation is just like kind of like a huge fucking clusterfuck that needs to be like slowly uh, un uh, unknotted uh, mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. from everything. But you know, if, if your city is giving you a two fifty ride everywhere, like that's that ain't half bad. You know, like I guess the only issue is you know like if you want to go places that the bus doesn't take you right this this service doesn't take you mm. but um and and maybe the the only other issue I, I would think of is that like this is really probably serving directly like people who don't right like like it sounds weird right but it's, it's serving people who don't have a car right yeah yeah um and ultimately really good transit should compete with cars. Right. right. That's that's was my yeah. first kind of reflection on this whole thing. Right. It's like there should be some like a lot of a lot of transit should be self evidently more convenient or useful mm-hmm. than than a car or or ha- like a pretty good com- a competitor for it. And just knowing, you know, it's cheap. That's awesome. Uh, how how quickly you can reserve it and it show up at your door. I don't, you know that 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 matters a lot too. Uh, wh- where it will take you matters a lot like yeah i mean you know, all that stuff. kind of breaking this down though let's say you don't have a car and you work five days a week so you need to use this at minimum 10 times a week maybe add in two more for grocery shopping mm-hmm. now you're taking 12 rides a week at 250 per ride so that's 30 dollars yeah. a week so now you're talking 120 to 130 dollars a month. Yeah, I mean that's not a car payment, but it's also yeah, it's it's pretty pretty pricey. You yeah, know? It, yeah, it's, it, it, yeah, it can get up there. It's still not a tank of gas. Mm. You know, gas plus car payments. A tank of gas for 120 dollars. Well, no, I, no, I mean, right I, no, I mean, like if you're a week, uh, you uh, mean, like a week. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah, like the cost of a uh, cost of, the cost of cars is astronomical. Like yes, we, you couldn't, expensive. you couldn't uh like pitch someone on the idea of cars today i you know it took yeah. a long time to pitch them back then too it was like no you got this been pitched yeah we have this huge complicated piece of technology that you have to store on your own figure out where to put it once you get there and, and it, you know it costs for cost an arm and a leg to operate and but it, breaks it doesn't all the time. shit you know, in the street yeah but it doesn't <laughs> shit in the street um well maybe like you know, I, I've been thinking a lot about the the self driving uh, Ubers, you know, and how like that is uh, absolutely, especially in urban situations, like um, the thing to put a cone on. <laughs> and it's that way for a lot of reasons. One is, you know, I'll probably be killed by one, you know, eventually. Uh, and so I'm like re- re- hesitant to trust the technology in- inherently. Um, but then the second is that it's a profit center for uh like capital which is to say it's about you know ending the uh ability of 
working people to use taxi driving as an occupation. And it is uh, a way of like monopolizing transit into a profit center for a small group of, you know, robotic fleet owners. But if it were socialized entirely Mm -hmm. and it were run by the state as a addition to their transportation infrastructure, potentially like, you know, having this technology serve uh, the rural constituents of the U.S. maybe a political bridge that could be offered? Like The problem, though, is that these cars can't operate in rural environments. They need well-painted roads. Well, you know, they need roads that are well-maintained. They need cue, constant cues to show them what their environment is like. You don't get that on rural roads. Yeah, you're going to have you to, know, like... Good luck finding a well-painted rural road in half of America. Also weather. Yeah. That's what, yeah, and of course weather, yeah. Like... Uh, captures or it's like spot the possum <laughs> spot the deer <laughs> oh, goodness. spot that no good kid joey <laughs> <laughs> it's a real ragamuffin you want to hit joey oh no never hit joey are you guys ready for a wildflower absolutely oh yes this is pretty cool uh if if it's not cool and you need to tell me so ironweedspot.gmail.com please let me know because you know Sometimes it's it's hard for us. We, we've to, retracted. We, you know, we can only be so diligent in our research, <laughs> which means I found this on Twitter on the ride over. <laughs> uh, New York State pay transparency law goes into effect uh, today as we record September 17th. And basically, employers, when they post job offerings, are going to have to include a minimum maximum salary range for the position. Interesting. Yeah. Um, it, that also includes any promotion and transfer opportunities. So basically not only will job seekers be able to weed out, you know, postings that they can't, can't survive on, but it's also going to give existing employees a sense of what their employer thinks a new hire is worth. And they can compare that to their own salary and possibly use it as a negotiation chip to, you know, get an, get a raise or, um, you know, if you decide they're not paying you enough and you want a new job, now you know kind of what you're worth, what you can ask for. So I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And like, if you're like us, you've already thought of like four different ways that your employer will rat fuck you in a way, <laughs> like try to get around this um, uh, law, new law. But, yeah. but at least they, they now have like another obstacle to contend with. I don't know. I, I, I'm generally in favor of more transparency in what you will get paid, what you get paid currently. I, I like all that stuff. You know, in yeah. fact, you know, instead of land acknowledgements, let's replace that with like how much you get paid. And, and now, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, what's your I salary? Like yeah. Before you start talking, what's your salary? <laughs> oh, man. Tell me what your benefits are. What's your benefits package? Uh, yeah. Twenty dollars copays for everything. It's great. I love my healthcare. <laughs> Union gets the goods. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see what this um what this ends up doing. I mean, like, I haven't read the uh, legislation just yet, but like, you know, we, we were talking about it off mic and like, you know, I could see a lot of, uh, you know, 10 to $200,000 just to like obfuscate it even further. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I don't, Well, it has to be the law states that it has to be what an employer can reasonably expect to pay. And the way that it's enforced is by reporting businesses through the department of labor's website. Got it. So I would assume if you see a posting that says 10 to a hundred thousand dollars, you can report that and maybe the employer gets fined. It's a thousand dollars for the first violation, 2000 and then 3000 on, um, 
as the the fines for violating the law. So if Wild. some if someone uh uh good with computers could like find out a way to get like a game where you could just like flash job listings in uh, onto people and you could just and there's like a Are auto, talking about auto like the, report the, button yeah yeah <laughs> you know uh-huh. so it would just so like you know someone could like watchdog this thing just go through it and try to find ones that are that uh don't seem genuine yeah that, I, w- I would play that for a couple i could like see that becoming a, a hobby ha- yeah, like, like going through indeed and just uh, reporting businesses yeah yeah yeah, I I mean, here's hoping that like in the long arc it helps bring about like a much more equitable like distribution of wealth and income in this country because I think that that's, you know, very very overdue. Um and in the short term doesn't cause a ton of worker v worker acrimony. Um I which I imagine it very well could. Um You know, workers don't get mad at your fellow worker, get mad at your boss. <laughs> I mean, there's really no other. I, I think that it is an unobjectionable good for everyone to know what everyone around them is getting paid. Like, it's the only way to build solidarity among workers and create a worker versus boss dynamic, which is um, pretty important for class struggle. Because yeah. you do kind of have to be a pretty big dick to like point to someone you work with and go, you should be paid less. Right, it's a lot. Absolutely, e- it's yeah. a lot easier to say like I should be paid more. I should be paid like, more. Like that. That. I, that's what. I, that's how I think most people kind of react to finding out salary and differences. Is like I'm worth more than that. Not that that person is worth less than that. I, I yeah. think gen- I, I, it's one of my, it's one of my uh, feelings of uh, of uh, optimism. Yeah. That, 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 sure. that I have of people. I mean, it's an interesting thing though, because like every aspect of what ends up turning into the negotiated salary or, you know, pay rate for people is like highly constrained, right? Like, so you have every single business has to operate, uh, with, you know, a profit, uh, to survive, uh, cause you know, all of the, uh, businesses are leveraged by debt and then you need to pay the, the interest, uh, back to the people who have concentrated the species wealth. Uh, and then you have the individual case where like your capacity to earn more money is often directly correlated to your capacity to obtain certain levels of training and education, which itself is super fucking expensive. Like I was thinking about the, uh, this with, um, doctors the other day and I was, you know, like reading something, um, about how expensive medical school is and how expensive, like even just like nursing is. And that they, the current model is that individuals go into, you know, uh, six figure, seven figure, sometimes debt to obtain a job, which then they get paid like in some cases, six like figure, seven. <laughs> yeah, sometimes like three hundred thousand dollars. But like it takes them like four years, five years, six years to just get out of debt, yeah. and then they're making like way, way more money than they can possibly rationalize, you yeah. know, for like however long, and that that whole system is totally fucked. It's yeah. Me, yeah, and yeah. so like the ways to get toward more equitable distribution of income and wealth is like you requires a whole system change yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. at the the um the enterprise like right. you yeah. know like uh whereas like the uh potential like social acrimony that might happen will definitely be at that enterprise it'll be like right there in the workplace like 
on day one, maybe. I don't know how much people are going to pay attention to this kind of thing. I but. think most rational people are going to understand that, like, oh, my coworker gets paid $30,000 more than I do because they have a very expensive four-year degree in engineering. Like, I think the vast majority of people are going to understand that that is a, that, that is a necessary feature of the modern workplace. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, like, for example, right, so like, I work at a university. Everyone has... Even even professional staff who aren't you know aren't doing research usually have a four year if not you know like a master's degree of some kind right like there's a ton of people that are very well trained there um, and it's a public university so in New York you can just look there are websites it's called See Through NY you can just go to that website and look up everyone's yeah Glassdoor right no 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 is this is this is specifically. Your, the salary you are being paid. Oh, literally. Like, the, yeah. I can look up yeah. how much you make yes. or yeah. your, yeah. your friend uh, or yeah. your Any, boss. Anyone in state government in New York, you can look up exactly what they are paid. Wow. And uh, is it's the law. And what's the social, uh, you know... Nothing. Um, n- none? No, no. Well, well here, here's the thing. Here's, here's an example. I am a lecturer, a non-tenure track lecturer. My salary is $60,252. That is my, my latest salary. Uh, the tenure track uh, uh, hire that we just did, uh, so he's worked there uh, um, a shorter time than me, but he's tenure track, and he got his degree at Cornell, I got mine at RPI, uh, he gets paid $20,000 more than me. What? RPI is better than Cornell. To do the same job. What? Uh, ostensibly the same job. But he got hired as a tenure track professor, I did not. It's completely arbitrary. Wow. I'm not mad at him. Well, I'm mad at the I'm, I'm mad at the fact that like that this distinction exists at all. Yeah. yeah. Right. And and to be honest, yeah, yeah, I think it also does a, it should do a good job of everyone recognizing like okay, well, if you pay me that much and you think that's what I'm worth, then this is how much work I'm going to give you. Mm. Sure. That matters. I think that's good. G- and generally, I think most people when they get to learn more about how much everyone is paid, they make better decisions in their own self-interest and in collective self-interest. I, I think it very rarely turns into some pretty serious, like you were saying, acrimony, unless there is something absolutely indefensible that just seems like uh, friend giveaways or something yeah. like that. I, I, I think there you can start, you know, people might start getting uh, uh, justifiably pissed off. But like, other than that, I think most people just like look at that and think like, huh, None of this makes any sense, and it and no one gets to fucking pick their salary, so yeah, you know why get mad at them? I'm not mad at the guy that is literally next door to me, got hired later, and but his job title is different. But you're like a good rational person. <laughs> I think a lot of people are. Yeah, I yeah. think most. Yeah. I think most. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I that's really informative anecdote. Thank yeah. you so much, uh, David, uh, and. Yeah, here, here's hoping. Um, you My salary is transparent. You can go head on over to patreon.com slash iron. <laughs> you can see how much I make. Yeah. For as little as $1 a month, yeah. you can hear all of our bonus content. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, I hope everybody's having a great hot labor summer. Um, you're all very hot. And uh, we appreciate your labor. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Our next bonus episode, which should come out in about two weeks, is going to be on PragerU. 
Yeah. Which is pretty interesting. Um, I always knew, you know, roughly what they are, but kind of digging into the history and the funding and all of that stuff has been interesting. Yeah. So. Coming to a primary education um, curriculum near you. Absolutely. Yeah. Ter- turns out there's a lot of really great information in those where like uh, <laughs> uh, stor- storks are like at the trading room floor and they bid on babies. <laughs> and, and like, so like different sorts of children are born based on market for forces uh <laughs> determined by birds i think uh, yeah. i heard something that there's like an episode where frederick Douglass defends um slavery slavery yeah. as being yeah. critical uh toward the developing of the nation or something yeah <laughs> like, yeah what the yeah fuck? spectacular <laughs> great stuff so yeah we're gonna be talking about that here in um a couple of weeks and you can find it at patreon.com slash ironweeds as well as our most recent episode on rudy giuliani which was really really good yeah all right, and in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter and on Instagram. Ironweedspod. And send us an email, why don't you, at ironweedspod. At gmail.com. <laughs> Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Peace.